1: Hey guys, welcome back to another great episode. Today we have Tim James from the Chemical Free Body and I know that you love him. And so I just got so many questions from some of the episodes that we've done with him and some other questions that we're gonna sprinkle in. And so today is going to be question and answer day. So we're gonna dive right in. All right, let's go on to the next question. This one is from JC. (laughs) jc jc in sugarland texas i have a wooden sauna and i still don't understand the infrared sauna and regular sauna what the differences are even though i do have a wooden infrared sauna which is better and why i listened to the episode with tim james but i still don't fully get it how does it clean your lymph nodes I'm embarrassed to say I also need to clean my sauna. I sweat a ton and I looked on Google and it said to make your own sauna cleaner, diffuse a few drops of high quality essential oil and water and lightly wipe it down. You can also use a tablespoon of baking soda and a gallon of water to lightly scrub the wood. I'm thinking to myself, that doesn't make sense. That's not gonna clean it. A little bit of essential oils and water confused JC in Sugarland, Texas.
0: Okay, so let's answer those in reverse order. So first off on the wooden saunas, you always want to put towels down and then take the towels out and then yes, oh, That's take, a
1: great idea.
0: Take cuz you're going to sweat and then, you know, what's the wood going to do? Wood's going to absorb the the toxins and it's going to absorb the stench that's coming out mm. of people, right? So that's just the reality of it. And it might be microscopic little bits of stench, but eventually it's going to add up, right? So mm-hmm. and then that causes more problems. Right. So then you're you're heating that area up and that those microorganisms are in the air, all this stuff. So put towels down on the floor where you sit on your back and then you're going to be doing a lot of towels. But that's the way it is. And then when you're done, take it. You have a spray bottle. What we do is we put in the two point five acidic water. Now, if you don't have that, just put in purified water, put in essential oils or essential oil blends like uh, the doTERRA brand on guard is a good one. Um, you can put eucalyptus, um, you could put, um, uh, even lemon on there, and then you're just going to spray it down and let that essential oil in the water soak in there and come into contact, you know, with, um, uh, with the stuff that came out of you. And that's the best thing you can do. Now, the other question he said is what's the difference between the old Finlandia wooden saunas and the infrared. I think that was the question. So the Finlandia saunas have a heater and they just heat up the room. So they're heating the body from the outside in. This is why these are a problem for people with heart issues. Just like somebody getting it they, the doctor will tell you, you know, don't get into a hot tub, right? Because the heart temperature will be different than the outer body's temperature and that causes a major strain on the heart and it could cause heart issues, even heart attack. So, what's cool about an infrared sauna is the rays actually penetrate right through the body to the deepest levels and they will actually uh, be raising the core temperature on the outside and the inside at the same time and at the same level. That's why it's okay for people that have heart issues. Now, I always say this because I'm not a doctor. You can always check with your doctor or physician anytime you do anything or you know try anything new or whatever, but you know that's the reality of it. It's going to heat you from the inside out. And then that's why it can work on those oil-based organs and push things out. So hopefully that answers that question. And I think he was wondering about circulation or something and how it improves it. Again, when you get into this sauna, it's going to raise the vibrational frequency of the water molecules and your blood molecules and shrink them. And they're going to be vibrating a higher speed and it's going to increase circulation. Um, just because f- mechanically or physically, um, they're moving and they're smaller. So let's say if there's an entrance and it's you know, um, a certain size in the cells, single file line can't get into that capillary anymore because it's just it's too closed down because a lack of movement, and poor diet. All of a sudden the the, the cells smaller and then it, it can get in there and go back into that capillary and start rejuvenating that capillary and everything that's attached to it, which will be the outer reaches of your skins and your organs. So um, that's how that works.
1: Yeah. And I want to answer this question about the lymphatic system because the lymphatic or your lymphoid, however you want to say it, it, that's both of those are part of your immune and circulatory systems. Right. And so like that helps your body fight waste and toxins. And it does it by transporting like white blood cells to the lymph nodes. And you literally, if you think about how much toxins are getting into our body right now, it is just completely, you know, out of control. Yeah. And so that's why I think the infrared sauna is more important than ever because it basically, it's, it's not, it's not just simply sweating out the toxins because that is part of it. Right. Right. Um, but I think it's just also getting your body part of it's just, you're sweating it out. But the other part is just, don't you think it's the infrared light that's, that's making an impact?
0: Well, it's, yeah, because like, especially again, it it goes down to the vibrational frequency of water, which is what our body's mostly comprised of is infrared, specifically eight microns. So if you're going to go in there, and you're going to basically charge your cells with eight microns and the vibrational frequency. Because, like, if you're tired, then your cells are vibrating at a low frequency. If you can take your cells and, and vibrate them up and charge them, just like you're charging a freaking battery, because we are electric. We were talking about that myelin sheath and how that myelin sheath is like the cord wrapped around the electrical wires to protect it. That's our nervous system. We are electric light beings. You know, when, and people are like, well, I don't get that. That's kind of woo woo. Uh, Well, if you've ever been to a doctor and they hook you up to an EKG and then, you know, it's, it's beep, beep. What are they? What are they measuring? They're measuring an electric impulse. We are electric. Okay, so when you're taking an infrared sauna, you're charging the vibrational frequency of your water molecules, which, again, is what you're mostly made of and what your red blood cells are mostly made of. So if you're mostly made of water and we know that you that vibrational frequency of water is eight microns infrared, that's where the saunas take place because they just come in and they charge you up every day and you'll feel it. I mean, after, you know, after your first experience in that sauna, what did you feel?
1: Oh man, I I love the sauna that um, I bought. So just, I, I didn't really answer that first question. So for me personally, the first question the guy asked, I bought the sauna that tim had turned me on to which uh, can you give everyone tell everyone that link or you can just type it in the chat and i'll make sure i put it in the notes what what is that link do you do you have oh it yeah we,
0: we made a landing page for it. it's the the healthy sauna.com the healthy the
1: sauna. healthy sauna. sauna.com yeah. Yeah. okay so, so if you go get to a, the they healthy get their 100 discount code yeah so if you go to the healthy sauna.com You can find one of the saunas that I bought. And I think I posted it on my Facebook page.
0: But there's two of them there's a silver one and a black one. I bought the black one. They're both the same guts. This black one just has a nicer cover on it. If you got the money, get the black one. If you're on a budget, get the silver. You're going to be happy either way. There's only maybe two to 4% difference. It doesn't matter. The owner of the company, he still uses the silver one. He's been using it for 19 years. They have a lay down model for people that are paraplegic or just have severe health issues that can't set up right for. 15, 20 minutes. Um, they do sell about four or five of those a month, but the majority of the sales is going through the the blacks and the reds and they have these cool lamps to infrared lamps and they have medical lamps for people that have like severe type two diabetic uh, issues where they have open ulcers that won't heal. We have other protocols for that. That'll help, but they put this lamp on there and it just like increases blood circulation. And they actually have pictures on the website. You can see where somebody had an open ulcer and within, I think it was like seven or nine weeks or something like that. It, it, it healed up. And, they had been open for like a year and a half. Right.
1: I, I need to FaceTime you. Cause I'm, the only thing I don't like about mine is that, you know, the timer thing, it kind yeah. of falls off all the time. So I must not be putting it on. Right. Yeah.
0: What you do is you kind of put it on like down like this uh-huh. and then you, and then you just ratchet it up and it'll, it'll kind of like lock into place. Gotcha.
1: So, um, But yeah, I, I probably do the sauna about Three times a week. Honestly, I want to start doing it more. And the nice thing is whenever Tim comes on my podcast, I kind of go, Oh yeah, I'm gonna get back in the sauna and I kind of go to like five to seven days a week. But yeah. truthfully, I'm probably more like three times a week, sometimes even two. And it just depends on just how crazy my life is. Yeah. But
0: I um, do it, I do it daily and if I have a if I have a long day where I'm going to be traveling or something, like mm. I'll get up in the morning and do it after a workout, and then maybe if I got to travel four or five hours, and then work on the farm or something, which I do every two weeks when I go back to Eastern Oregon, and I'm just exhausted, I'll hop in my mom's sauna and do another one. I'll, do, I'll sometimes I'll do two, and it just brings me back to life, makes me feel calm, eliminates the stress, and lets me sleep like a baby. So they're just mm. they're they're just a big, nice, beautiful tool that you can drop in your health toolkit and reach in there and grab it anytime you want. It's wonderful. It's wonderful stuff.
1: Hey guys, I really want you to join our Intermittent Fasting and OMAD Facebook group. We're doing tons of giveaways right now for posting your before and after pictures and just for posting a question in there. We're giving away free protein shakes, some Digest Aid, all kinds of fun stuff. So please join our Intermittent Fasting and OMAD Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. All right, this next one's from Stephanie Ann and I don't know where she's from. She said, I love your podcast and I love how honest you are and authentic you are. I have two issues that I cannot get rid of. By the way, I've lost 40 pounds after reading your book, A Meal and a Tasting. And I'm so excited about that. So thank Mm -hmm. you. It's awesome. I'm so constipated all the time. I go once a day, but I know that's not enough. And sometimes I only go five days a week. I take magnesium, two of them every day. And I also usually have a teaspoon of calm per day, only when I remember. So it's probably only four days a week, but I'm still only pooping one time a day. I drink two one to two green juices per day. That's nothing but kale, celery, cucumber, lemon, and ginger. And I'm thinking that my skin issues are still bad and I can't figure out why. Do I need to add melatonin or what else can I do to poop? And any ideas for my psoriasis? It's so bad and I don't know what to do. I eat mostly clean about 80%, but I do like dairy and it's very hard for me to get rid of. Stephanie Ann.
0: Okay. Well, that's a, let's, let's unpack that. Um, first off, a lot of people have poop issues. Like I was one of them. I was bleeding rectally. Um, I was basically pooping rocks. It was very painful. So I get the constipation thing. So the first thing is, is we have to look at, let's again, go sub basement. The first thing that I recommend when somebody has issues like this is that you go get two back-to-back colon hydrotherapy sessions. Okay, that would be a very wise thing to do. Let's take the your body, the car into the shop and let's flush out the engine. And the driving engine for your life is your intestinal tract from the t- from your mouth until the exit point. And we want to make sure that everything's working and clean. So we would, in your situation, we would have people start focusing on drinking water. We would have them make flaxseed water and we'd be drinking that because this creates a great, fantastic mucolaginous gel It's just one part flax, five parts water in a gallon glass jar, stir it up, put it in the fridge overnight, wake up in the morning, stir it again, let the seeds settle, pour it into like a two quart container, glass container with a strainer. Don't get the seeds in there. And then fill it back up with water, stir it, put it back in the fridge, take that water and you'll be drinking that water throughout the day. So when you make those green juices, you actually pour this water in with it, or you could just have the water by itself, you could put a little lemon or lime with it. Um, you're going to be drinking down this mucolaginous gel water. This is going to be very awesome for your gut. Now, something else that will help you with pooping is chia seed water and chia seed pudding. You can just go online. I don't have probably time to go into all these recipes, but chia. So flax water, chia seed water, and chia seed pudding. These are fantastic things to help get the bowels moving, but sub-basement, we have to get it cleaned out first. So we put people on gut detox, our gut detox product. They'll take three in the morning and three at night for the first 15 days. Then after that, they just take three a day for maintenance to keep those intestinal VLI clean. You should have dropped about six to 12 pounds of that impacted funk and gunk and junk, and then also get in and get colon hydrotherapy. Now, for those rare people that will actually take gut detox and they get more plugged up, then you really have some issues. You've got to go in and get colon hydrotherapy or you can do a clean aboard. You can start doing enemas or you, you know go into the doctors and they'll pump you full of toxins and clean you out. But you know some people are like that. Like I had this one gal, she's like, I feel like I'm pregnant and I'm like, stop taking all the products, drink water and go see a colon hydrotherapist. And then she did and the colon hydrotherapist was like, whoa, yeah, you were really backed up. And so she had like a lot of stuff coming out, right? So if you're already impacted, we have got to get that thing clean. Now, one thing that she said earlier was that she's on magnesium. That scares me because the longer that you're on a magnesium supplement or you're taking psyllium husk or, or, you know, doing these things like this, you're putting a, uh, you're putting a, like your arm in a sling, your, your digestive tract is going to atrophy your, your gut action, your peristaltic action is going to atrophy. And we don't want to do that. We want to rehabilitate that. So long, you know, short-term it's like, I got to poop though. And, you know, I got to find something that works. I get that. Right. So, but we have to, that's why we want to get you in, get the colon hydrotherapy, get on the gut detox product. And for women also abdominal and core exercises for poop issues are going to be critical because women don't have as much muscle structure as men do. So it's, especially the ladies, you got to really work on that core. Even if you start small, if you haven't worked out before, you know, just holding plank position is something that's important, um, to start building that up. Um, so for magnesium, you know, what we would recommend, like I said, is instead of magnesium is the gut detox product, flax water and chia seed water. And, um, the only time we recommend magnesium is if somebody is super plugged up, like they're almost to the point where they got to get hospitalized, like I was talking about, and they don't want to get colon hydrotherapy and they don't want to go to the hospital. Um, I used to, we have a product that we rec- referred people to called colostan and you'll take this magnesium supplement and for five days, you'll be peeing out your butt and it will clean out everything, but it also cleans and it works. It works really good because it just goes in and turns into oxygen and it liquefies everything and out it all comes, but you're also going to be taking out your good bacteria. So it's very important to be recolonizing that with probiotics and all the other stuff that we mentioned earlier. Um, you know, getting outside the soils, the fermented foods and that type of stuff. So, Um, little worried about the magnesium, um, for magnesium. What I would recommend is going to magnesium foot soaks, um, on my podcast, episode 56, I had Kristen Bowen on, if you want to know everything, she's cracked the code on magnesium, definitely would go listen to that, the health hero show. Um, and, uh, you know, that's probably what I would, I would recommend for, for this gal, um, as far as, uh, the poop issues. And I think if she does the colon hydrotherapy gets on gut detox, continues with the green juices that she's doing does the magnesium foot soaks works a little bit on her abdominal and core exercises she'll start getting improvements and then start looking towards plant-based dairy alternatives because dairy is scary it's just you know what's the purpose of the the breast milk of a cow in nature it's for a baby cow It's not for a baby human. It's not for a baby giraffe or a baby alligator. It's for a baby cow. So why are we drinking from the breast of another species? It's kind of weird when you think about it. The other thing is to understand is that in um, in dairy, the the main protein in dairy is called casein. We can't digest it. That's why everybody's lactose intolerant at some level. There's a substance in the baby cow's gut called renin that helps break it down. We don't have that substance. So it's like, you know, it's like trying to, I don't know, finish a jigsaw puzzle and you're missing pieces. We just can't do it. It's impossible. So that's why you're always going to struggle. And dairy is very acidic. It destroys gut bacteria. It's a, it's a problem. Um, It creates mucus in the body. Um, and we don't want that. We want to clean out the mucus. So, um, I would just look into more plant-based, um, stuff, drink and drink. Like I said, drink a lot of water and get going on that flaxseed water. It'll change your life.
1: Hey guys, I'm so excited. My new book, One Meal and a Tasting is out now. And if you order the book on Amazon, just the regular paperback edition, if you go in and make a review, you will get the audio book for free. Send a copy of your receipt to questions at com, and you'll get the audiobook right away. All right, this next one is from Suzanne in Dallas, Texas. I've lost 25 pounds doing intermittent fasting. By the way, I read your book and I only read, I only lost five pounds. Then I listened to both of your audio books and lost the last 20. I actually listened to the book on audio five times and it finally sunk in. So I suggest people listen to it instead of read it. That was my experience anyway. I still need to lose 15 more pounds. And one thing I wanted to ask is I've been doing some research that some people in order to optimize carb intake, how some people now cycle their carbohydrates like some people do it one day and not the next. I'm really interested in this topic of carb cycling. I really don't think I can limit carbs too much, but I think I could do it one day and then not the next day and so forth. Do you have any plans that might work for this? And what is your suggestion or knowledge on it? Thanks for everything, Suzanne in Dallas, Texas.
0: Well, I think, you know, if she's, anybody's trying to lose weight and stuff, everything that I just shared is getting to the sub-basement level. Everything I just shared for that last gal with, with the constipation issues, same thing, like cleaning up the gut, the probiotics, focusing on these sub-basement areas first in the foundational areas. Um, another thing is really focusing, you know, a lot of people are focusing on losing weight. But they're not talking about sleep and the major connection that sleep has with losing weight because for you, you have to get into deep restorative sleep for your body to balance the hormones. Right. So there's like two things that we notice is like when, when we can have the better people's sleep gets, the easier it is to lose weight. Right. Cause we have this thing called shallow sleep syndrome. People are sleeping maybe eight, seven, eight, nine hours, but they're, they're not really getting into deep sleep. Maybe cause they're eating too late. Um, maybe the dog's barking. Um, their bed's uncomfortable. Um, the room's too hot. There's too much light in the room. There's all these factors. There's EMFs. Maybe your house is the smart meter right outside of your house and you don't have anything to, to harmonize that. Um, uh, maybe you got your cell phone next to your bed. Um, I, I knew an, an army vet, he, he and his wife tried everything. They, they, they just did everything health wise. The last thing was getting the cell phones out of the room. And, and, and then, and then he started healing right? So don't pass off on 5G, 3G, 4G, these, you know, EMFs and stuff like that. These could be major issues and hormonal problems. The other thing I would say is that cellular inflammation um, is huge problem because when you have inflammation on a, uh, inflammation on a cellular level, hormones like T3 and T4, which are your thyroid, um, are not going to be able to communicate well with your cells. So our cells need to communicate well. And when you have cellular inflammation, Which comes from cooked and processed foods, and stress, and dairy products, and you know wheat, you know whole wheat, these types of things that you know oats, you know things that are turning it converting into sugar in the mouth. um, We're creating uh, problems there, and and it's causing inflammation in the body. Anything that causes inflammation on a cellular level, not great for for weight loss, right? So now let's flip forward. She's like cycling. Hey, any cycling like that is great because remember the, the human body, we're, we are literally programmed generationally to like nomadic people. We would find one food, we'd eat it monolithically, that one food, and then we'd walk for two or three days. We wouldn't eat anything. And then we'd eat another type of food. And on average, we had over 350 foods going into our body throughout the year. You know, um, now it's down to maybe 50, 52 foods that the human eats. So if you think about that, that is like C4, um, uh, that's like one 13th. That's like one 13th of what we used to consume in diversity of foods. And we and the average person consumes the same 14 meals over and over and over again. Think about it. What do you have? Well, I have lasagna tonight. Well, mom's going to make noodles, her favorite noodles. Let's have pizza. You know, oh, it's chicken. You know, it's like whatever. You're gonna. It's the same stuff. We're eating the same stuff over and over again. So we just have to recognize these things and understand that it's okay. You don't have to eat the same thing every freaking day. I think it's a good idea to try to get as many different varieties of fresh and living foods into your diet and sprouts. I always talk about sprouts. If you're not eating sprouts, why not? Why aren't you eating sprouts? Sprouts are the most inexpensive, cheapest medicine you could possibly put in your body. Some of those powerful things we even have, you know, that 50 year researcher at Johns Hopkins, the cancer research clinic, he said that broccoli was the biggest discovery that he'd ever seen in cancer and killing cancer cells. Sulforaphane, the, the, the phytochemical inside of broccoli, nothing else he'd ever seen in 50 years of research killed cancer, like the suflorethane phytochemical, and he renamed it plant chemo or phytochemo. And we find out that broccoli sprouts have like 30, 40, 50 times more sulforaphane than the actual broccoli. So when you have, phytochemicals that have the ability to reverse and prevent disease in the body oxygen that's coming off of these living plants that goes in and kills harmful organisms viruses bacteria mold yeast fungus that you can consume directly from the plant when you eat it and enzymes that are the energy and the givers of life of the frequency you can put in your body and hormones right we actually get hormones from plants so all these things from living foods that has to be living you're going to get the hormones, the oxygen, the phytochemicals and enzymes, and they are going to help you. These are some of the best medicines on the planet. So, you know, every single living creature eats a 100% raw and living food diet, except for humans. We cook most of our food. That's how I grew up. I grew up on the all cooked diet. And by age 37, I had eczema all over my body. I was 42 pounds overweight. I was bleeding rectally. I had an organ removed and I didn't have any energy and I was molding and rotting from the inside out. I stopped. I changed my path. I cleaned my gut up. I cleaned my body up and I started eating more raw, uncooked processed, and living foods. I became fanatical about sprouts and they're delicious. I mean, they're the freshest foods you can get. And there's no reason why anybody can't do this. You can do it in the inner cities. You can do it in a condo. All you need is some good seeds and some glass jars and you can do it right on your countertop. You don't need even soil for a lot of these. You can do alfalfa and radish and red clover and so many um, lentils and mung beans uh, fenugreek right on your countertop and you can be supplying your body with the best medicines in the world like the best medicines in the world are are, are sprouts Like, right? why does oregon state university have a phytochemical research department the best in the world it's because it's a big deal phytochemical research is huge and you know a lot of it's funded by big pharma because they want to take the stuff out of plants and then synthesize it and make it into a synthetic molecule and patent it and give it to you and it's not going to work not even close but that's, that's why all that research is going that way. But the reality is, is that nature's pharmacy is just sitting there waiting for us to plug back in. But we have no knowledge of it. I didn't really, you know. And you just got to learn how to, to sprout and do those kinds of things. And I think that would really help her out a lot.
1: All right, well, let's end with this. I'd love to kind of have you share what a day in the life of your eating looks like. So I know that you do intermittent fasting too, um, but what kind of, what what does your day look like as far as like, what kind of foods are you actually putting in your body?
0: Yeah, well, I, I a lot of times I hate to even share it with people because it seems so far off from where they're at that they can't connect and they're gonna be like, I can't do what he's doing. So what I will say, I mean, I'll tell you what it is, but the reality is, is that in the beginning, when people are just getting started, we really want you to focus on your water intake, chewing your food, avoiding liquids with meals um, and uh, doing some breath work before you eat and not eating heavy foods until after 11 a.m. That's the first step, doing liquid nourishment in the morning. Unless you're type two diabetic or you're bulimic or anorexic, then there's different protocols for those folks. So um, with that said, like, Um, I wake up, um, I don't eat until after 11. Usually it's around noon to two. Sometimes I get busy and I'll have a meal at three or four and I end up with one meal a day. But sometimes I'll eat around noon to two. And then i'll have a um that's my biggest meal of the day and i'll have usually a big huge sprout salad because i'm i've got trays and trays of sprouts growing all the time so i reach in i get a handful of lentil mung bean mix that i've got sprouted i'll cut some like yesterday i cut a bunch of uh, sunflower sprouts chop them up threw them in there i mean they were just they were, they were living i like cut them out of the dirt right throw them in there um chop off an avocado i'll put some um i got some really cool um uh local like spicy mustard where the seeds were still kind of intact get some really good selenium out of that. Um, I put, um, you know, either some raw sauerkraut or kimchi on there and then I'll sprinkle dulse flakes, which is a sea vegetable to get iodine iodide in there. Um, and, uh, and minerals cause it's loaded with minerals. Um, and then, you know, whatever, it could be red peppers, yellow peppers, um, Uh, just, you know, I I eat broccoli, cauliflower. I mean, you you mean garlic, onions. I mean, I just have big salads. I also sometimes will eat tempeh, but I don't do the soy. I do fermented uh, tempeh that's, um, made out of mung beans or lentils or chickpeas or quinoa or a mixture of those things. Um, uh, there's, uh, you know it's just so then and then in the afternoon I'll have a green juice. I'll mix up a jar of my uh scoop of my green 85 with water. I'll drink that down. And then about a half an hour to an hour before dinner. And then if I have dinner, you know it's kind of more of the same, you know, um for those people eating meat, you know, you just we try to get people to eat like four ounces or less and then really ramp up their veggie intake. Um it's a nice movement or or graduation thing. And you know, maybe you're not ready to give up meat right now. Um, maybe Maybe you are. It kind of really depends. Everybody's individual. Everybody's different. Everybody's on a different path. And um, you just have to find out what works for you. And I think that the most important thing that I could share with you is get the body cleaned up first. Really focus on the foundation, get the digestive tract clean, get it recolonized with the bacteria, clean up the blood, the fat and the muscle tissue, flood the body with nutrition. And then as you're looking into diet, just add more raw and fresh living foods and sprouts into the diet, maybe just 10%, but just keep pushing those fresh foods into your diet, herbs and sprouts and herbs and sprouts and herbs and sprouts. Just keep learning about them and get some basil and, you know, just keep, get some rosemary, get, grow a rosemary pot outside of your house and you can go pick it, you know, just keep doing more fresh foods into your body and work it up. And maybe you go all the way up to hundred percent plant-based and you feel fantastic, but Maybe you go to 80% plant-based and you feel fantastic, but then you go to 90 or 100 and you don't feel so good, come back to 80. Maybe you go to 60% plant-based and then you start feeling worse, come back to 60. You have to figure out what works for you, but the key is, is fresh, raw, and living foods. So Start focusing on sprouts, but step one is cleaning up the body, bacteria, cleaning, 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 lots of water, and then fresh foods would be number two.
1: Awesome. Well, it's always a pleasure having you tell listeners where they can find you and where they can follow you.
0: Uh, you guys can just find us over at chemicalfreebody.com. That's uh That's come on over and you can discover that you can love when you poop over at chemicalfreebody.com. And if you guys are interested in trying out some of our products, like our gut detox and our greens and our toxin detox, our turmeric product, we just go to the products tab, scroll to the savings bundle so you can get a discount discount and then at checkout, put in the code waste away and you get an extra 5% off. So you can get a double discount. We have a double your money back guarantee on all of our products. These are just part of the toolkit. The sauna is part of the toolkit. The flax water is part of the toolkit. We just help people put their toolkits together. And um, if one of the products doesn't work for you, we'll happily refund your money. But please communicate with us and myself or another coach will work with you and we will find a solution. We are here to help.
1: All right, you guys stay tuned. We've Mm -hmm. got another episode coming up in just a few. Bye-bye for now.